to Marketing and Margaritas. Today you're joined with Jade and I, um, and we're talking about personal brand. So why should you care about personal brand? What is personal brand? Go. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, okay, so people obviously connect with other people a lot more easily than what they do with businesses. Yeah, so businesses have a brand. That's their business. Exactly. And so having a personal brand is a great way of building your business yeah. because it builds people's connection with you and then that can transfer to building that like, no trust factor with your business as well. Okay. So you don't have to just be the face of the business to have a personal brand. Yeah, absolutely. Like anyone can have a personal brand. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just, you know, it's, well, I think about it from a marketing and business context because that's the industry I'm in. But, you know, it, helping you to grow your business, you think about it, we, uh, I don't know what the stats are, but it's like babies, they recognize our, fa- like recognizing faces is one of the first things that they're actually able to see or whatever. Like looking, being able to recognize other humans is a really intrinsic, basic part of who we are in our development. It would be a human instinct. Obviously. And so that's like when we do marketing, we quite often use photos and stuff with people in it. Yes. Because um, when you're scrolling through and things like that, people will see someone and connect with that more than they will with like someone that doesn't have a person. So you think about it, if there's... Um, you know, someone's scrolling through and they see your face, mm-hmm. they're going to connect with that more than else if they see your brand, like your logo yeah, kind of thing. So it's that personal connection, which I said, you know, can transfer across as that like no trust for your business as well. So okay. it's good for building your business. So, answer. <laughs> so how do I work out what my personal brand is? So having a personal brand is just like having a brand for your business or a brand for your product or anything. It's what do you want to be known for? Okay. And this is something that, um, you know, it's your reputation and you can actually choose what are the things that you stand for. You know, what are the things that you believe in? What are the things that you value? What do you think are the things that everyone should be doing? Like being honest, having integrity, doing quality work, like whatever those personal values are for you, yeah. that is your personal brand. That's what people know you for. Um, so I do this exercise with people for their businesses, but you can do it for yourself. If two people were going to be talking about you, yeah. what are the adjectives that you would want them to use to describe you as a person? Um, and like, for example, for me, achievement is important. I'm very achievement based. Yeah. And so for me, that means working hard and taking risks uh, some of the things that I do that demonstrates that value about achievement. And okay. so, like, I'm sort of – it's not that people necessarily know me for achieving things. Yeah. But I think I generally have a personal brand about being a hard worker yeah. and being someone who will take risks and do different things and, and be a bit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it relates back to that achievement thing, and that's part of my personal brand. Okay, yeah. Hmm. So you think about, like – for example, what Oprah stands for versus what you think of when you think of Hugh Hefner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just the way that you think about them, that is their personal brand. And so personal brand isn't just, like, who you are and what you do at work either. Like, when you're talking about your values and how you want to be seen by others, like, uh, your work life is a large part of you, who you are. But I guess that really blends in with who you are all the time exactly and that's such a good point and your why I guess too you know you go to work for a reason you know it all feeds into each other and that's what shits me is that some people and I've heard this from people other mentors to like the people they're trying to help out 
in saying that you need to have a professional brand and a personal brand. Yeah. And I do not believe in that whatsoever. Yeah. I understand that we are naturally in different situations going to behave a little bit oh, differently. 100%. Then we are in certain ones who think it's that's completely normal. If you were the same way all of the time, that would actually be a little bit weird. <laughs> you need to be flexible and adjust to your conditions and yeah. your situation. We talk to different people differently. You talk to different age people. I'm not going to talk to a five year old the same way I'm going to talk to my grandmother. Exactly. But how you, what you value, what you want to be known for. Your personal brand is should be the same thing. If you're pretending to be someone else at work yeah. and being like, oh, my professional brand is that I'm really put together and all this kind of stuff, and then personally you're like, oh, actually I'm a real loose cannon or whatever. So yeah. then you're not being genuine. You're not being authentic. That takes a lot of energy as well. And it's just, it's not, you don't want to do business with people who are being fake. Who wants to deal with someone who's being false and shit? You know what I mean? Like, it's just... you can People can pick it up. Oh, fucker. I mean, I'm not particularly good at it, but other people <laughs> can see through that facade really easily. And it's even just, you know, when you're talking to someone and you just, it feels a bit off. Yeah. Chances are they're putting on a persona of what they think you want to see from them. Yeah. And that's shit. Who wants that? Yeah. You just want to deal with someone and be like, well, you know, what are they really like? What are they really about? And when you're your true self, you attract other people that will work with you and you'll achieve your goals and that'll kind and of... You might not, not. But you might not be someone that everyone connects with. That makes sense. The more you that want yourself... That is okay. Yeah, the more you want yourself, <laughs> the more there will be people who don't like you. Like, I swear, there are people who really don't like that. Yeah. I don't swear to make people feel uncomfortable. I'm not trying to piss them off. It's just who I am and how I express myself. And so for those people, we're just not a good fit. And that's okay. Yeah. It's it doesn't like, make you a bad person or them a bad person. Neither side is right or wrong. There's no negative there. It's just that's part of who I am and it's not going to appeal to everybody. There's probably very many people that I do not appeal to. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's, you know, a personal brain helps us to know and understand who a person is and it's something that you can also decide not like building your ideal self, but kind of like you can, it can be aspirational as well. Yeah. I want to be someone who is known for doing this. And then that's something that you can always be striving for. And that's such a cool thing to do in life. And that's because one of my values is achievement. And so that's why I think that's a good thing. <laughs> Everyone's like, I just want to stay the same. What are you even talking about? No, we were just talking about to strive. <laughs> a friend who we've both seen today that is the type of person that always goes that little extra step and gives mm. you a gift for like little things or, you know, has makes that memento for achievements and stuff like that. And it's like, that's so thoughtful and it's so cute and it makes you feel special. So like, um, that's part of her brand that is, is that she loves making people feel special. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful part of her characteristic and it, it is embedded in every element of her business yeah. and it's who she is and it's what makes that part of that business so wonderful. Yeah. It's because who doesn't want to be around someone who wants to make them feel special? Exactly. So that's beautiful. Okay. So <laughs> if we're talking personal brands in our work life, yes. not our personal life so much, what are some personal branding activities that we should consider or, you know, how do we start setting that up or looking at that from an outside perspective? Yeah, like from a marketing context. Yeah. yeah, so first up is, I love how I pretend like I don't know you're going to say that when we're on video and you can quite obviously see my notes. I'm like, oh, do you mean this? Oh, uh, yeah, okay, here That's it is. That's a great point. Yeah, I didn't know that you would say that. 
<laughs> well, to be fair, we did actually cover a whole point that I didn't, that we I wasn't expecting to, so it can happen. But anyway, now that I've done that stupid thing, um, oh, on that I missed a note. So, <laughs> see, look how real it is. Um, when you are working out your brain, two of the things that you really want to focus on are credibility and clarity. So, getting clarity for what it is that you stand for, and then actually doing that. So that builds into that authenticity and stuff. And like I said, while it could be aspirational or something that you're striving for, um, you know, credibility is how is a big part of like no like and trust. Yeah. So clarity, credibility, they're the things that will help you create a really strong personal brand. Cute. As far as activities though, yeah. oh, what could it be? Here's some handy list I wrote earlier. <laughs> Here's some I prepared earlier. <laughs> That's it. Okay, so proper headshots. Yes. It's such a big thing, and we'll go into the you know different things on why this is important. But having a good suite of headshots is really important because that's part of the confidence for you to be putting your brand out there as well. Yeah. Um, you be using it in all different situations, and I don't know anyone who takes a selfie in a with the bathroom shower thing behind them and thinks, oh, yeah, I'm so proud to be putting that out there. Yeah. Like, that's not – you don't want that for your personal brand. So, you know, doing a photo shoot, getting yourself in a couple of different um, clothing changes, doing a couple of different locations so you've got some different backgrounds and stuff, doing things that are like your head and shoulders shot but then also doing some further away, etc. So just giving that variety so that you've got a consistent set of images of yourself that you can then use in all different ways. So that might sound really self-indulgent and a little bit scary to go and do, but find a photographer that you can get to know and get they can get to know who you are so they can understand how to visually represent your brain value as well. Like if you're a bit shy or, you know, a little bit more quiet toned, then, you know, get their help to portray who you want to be or how yeah, you want to be seen. that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, because it can be different. Like I remember when I did my first um, kind of just me photo shoot, I felt like for me it was really fish out of water getting photos of myself. Like yeah. who likes to be photographed? No one. Well, Every single. Um, we don't take say generalizations. <laughs> but, you know, it was really, really uncomfortable for me. So being with Fee and her it's being such a full-on face-to-face experience oh my god the camera in your face but she is such a chill person yeah. anyway and so that helped dial down my nervousness and I could just be relaxed and and you know by the end of it I was actually almost having fun with it like, yeah. I was like oh you want me like this do you want me like this how about this you know like and so your personality comes out yeah and that's the bit you're trying to capture. That's that's the bit that, that's that's the good stuff. Look, I haven't had a one-on-one photo shoot, but I do remember when we had our wedding photos. I was just a total dick in front of the camera. I just had fun with it. I'm like, who cares? So that's your personal brand. You're a total dick. Yeah, that's that yeah, your that value. Yeah, that's too. We're a match. Do you think dicks are swear word? Yes. Really? I, well, I wouldn't expect my five-year-old to say it. That's a curse. I don't know. I didn't think dick was a curse word. Look, if I don't want my five-year-old to say it, then it's, it's a curse, curse word. Yeah, no, okay, fair enough. Okay. Just like people, I just cut it off and like, it is a curse word. <laughs> we need to censor this episode. This definitely needs like a disclaimer at the start. <laughs> Holy shit. Jeez, um, I don't even remember what I was saying. Yeah, so I, you know, if you feel comfortable, you have fun with it, your authentic self shines, that's who you want to talk to and resonate with, that's the whole point of personal brand. 100%. Okay, moving on from photo shoots. <laughs> a proper bio. 
Yes, so this is actually something I was just doing in the copywriting course that's the last lesson and I was doing, um, like in the lesson I say to them, you know, writing about yourself is one of the most challenging things you're going to do. If you can write a bio for yourself that you're 80% happy with, then you'll be able to nail anybody else's because that getting to that point is really difficult. So that's really hard homework because we've actually, for us copywriters at work, we've got other team members to write our bios for us because we know how hard it is. But the th- crazy thing is I've done this course, of, you know, run this course a few times or whatever, and I get the same feedback from these people as I have from previous cohorts where they're like, oh, my God, this is the hardest part. Oh, my God, you were right. Oh, my God, I don't like this. I don't like this. The ones I read this time, I was like, my God, that's so interesting. Oh, These were, like, great stories. They did fantastic Yay. job. Like some of them were shorter and more professional. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But a few of them just got into the story. And I was like, damn, why were you writing like this the whole course? They like, were. This is the good. Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> it was just the course. <laughs> Potentially. Um, but it was so good. So, yeah. Okay. Having a proper bio is really important. Writing yourself is not a necessity. I make the copywriters in my course do it because they're learning. Um, but you can get it. Like, I've never written my bio. Um, I get copywriter friends. I've gotten a couple of different copywriter friends to write it for me and adjust it over the years. I did write my LinkedIn about section, and I think you can tell 100% that it's me talking. Um, so you want, like, a long and a short-form one. So long ones are good for, like, your LinkedIn profile or, um, and we'll go into this further in a tick, but, like, a speaker's pack sort of thing. And then a shorter one is useful for, like, being on your website. Yeah. Um, you know, any of those. So, like, having a long and shorter version of it. And it's not a retelling of your resume. Just like your LinkedIn profile shouldn't be a retelling of your resume. It is about your professional journey. And like, you know, whether it's, it's not just about your jobs. Yes. It's about, you know, your personal brand is about you as a person. And we already talked about how bad it is to try and cut off one from the other and how that's inauthentic. Yeah. Your personal brand should be reflected in your bio. So it is your paid work, your volunteer work, your personal pursuits, um, hobbies, etc. All of that builds into a picture of who you are today, and that's what your bio is. And for everybody, that'll be different. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean. So for some people, it's like they might have, <clears throat> sorry, gone through like schooling and stuff, and then you know gotten a job, and then um, you know won some awards or whatever, and they just had this really steady career. Most of us have like these really whiny stories yeah. and everything, and we're like. Not ashamed of it, but people like, oh, you know, I had a really non-traditional career path or, oh, I've got this random thing where I volunteer every year as Santa for this or whatever. And, you know, they don't think it fits in, but I'm like, that's, that's the gold. Yeah. The, the standard, not that there's anything wrong with being conventional. I'm not against conservatives, um, but, you know, there is like many people treading a traditional path, whereas it's the deviations along the way that make us who we are and that part of it. I think um, that's the story that you're trying to tell. So having a bio that's not just a, a, you know, timeline of what you've done but has your personality and your brand exemplified in it is really important. 100%. And an example for you is like, you know, your marketing and most people know Jay McCauley as this loud out there marketing person who curses and then... Really loud? (laughs) Can I be... Oh, no! (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) yes. But, you know, 
Uh, you've volunteered for um, the likes of Mars and places like that. You're really caring about soft fairy creatures, and you know you've done volunteer work in that. Um, That's free for like people. Free money. I love animals, and I don't like people. I, I know, but all of this brings together the picture of Jane Macaulay. So true. without that, you're just this really loud person. But then you're like, oh, she likes cute, cuddly little creatures, and it's like, oh, she's soft. Right, so that's, that's the nicest <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like the whole picture, so. Yes, 100%, and that's why I think trying to divorce your personal and professional um, brands from each other is just giving a really one-dimensional look at you, and yeah. we're not one-dimensional, and I don't know about you, but I don't want to deal with one-dimensional people. I want to deal with someone, and... They're boring. Well, and that's it, and like, you know, if they're interested in something that's not business-related, just on the side, and I'm interested in that too, mm-hmm. that's a way for us to connect. Yeah. So Create a relationship. We'll probably end up doing work or something together, or helping you with it online. 100%, so man. So, yeah, all that stuff's really important to have, but that comes down to having a bio. <laughs> so, after you have a bio set up, you need to use it. Yes, 100%. <laughs> so your LinkedIn profile, upgrade, do some posting. How can we utilize that best? Yeah, so with your LinkedIn profile, like I said, you do not want to just have a retelling of your um, resume. And I guess the best way to describe it, this sounds really showboaty. I don't know how else to say it, though. Um, so it, my LinkedIn profile, if you went and had a look at it, you would see that I've got a cover image that is Rebel branded. Mm-hmm. And then I have a professional headshot of me that's nice and clear and simple that you can see my face. The amount of people who have LinkedIn shots that don't have their face and it's like, no offense, but your name is probably not that unique that there's not <laughs> going to be like five of you. So I really recommend having a face on there. Um, and no offense as well, but sorry to marry chicks, the amount of people I have on my things. Wedding photos. No, no, their last names have changed. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know, Alana Brake is sending me a friend request, and I'm like, who's that? Like, I know Alana Marsland, but yeah. I remembered your maiden name. Because yeah. I forgot it the other day. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been so long. You're always thinking of me, though. <laughs> <laughs> always thinking of you. I'm sure that that's, I'm glad that's what you picked up from that. Um, but yeah, so having your face on there nice and clear, and then I've got a personalized about section for me I've got all my contact details in there that I want to have in there I don't have to have anything in there that I don't want in there yeah um I was actually thinking I don't know if I've done it yet but I was going to remove my mobile number because I'm getting a little bit sick of people calling through to my mobile when it's a business thing like I don't mind when my business friends do it but in general like I would prefer to come through the business because if I'm on holidays yeah I don't want to feel like I have to. But that's also the evolution of your personal brand and your business brand is that exactly. you're a sole trader and now you're a business. And that's why going and doing upgrades on your LinkedIn profile is really important because what you do is not just going to be how it is forever and ever ever. It's not a set and forget. You change and evolve. <laughs> Hopefully you're fucking changing and evolving. Okay. Um, and then going into the job history. So I wouldn't recommend to other people to do their job history the way that I've done it because mine is really sarcastic and you can tell not, not all of it's sarcastic, but some of it's quite tongue-in-cheek and you can tell, but that's me being myself. And you're so, not going to get hired anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Good Lord, I don't think anyone would take me. Um, so, you know, when you think of your jobs, you don't have to have every single job that you've ever done on there and you don't need to go... Um, you know, having a bullet point of the skills I got, you know, my cash handling skills when I worked at Kmart and stuff, Um, you know, you don't need to have that stuff on there. Again, your LinkedIn profile is an extension of 
your personal brand. Okay. So it's that story about who you are. So putting your volunteer stuff, you know, if you're in Rotary, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I was on the chamber committee, like any volunteer things you did, like you said, I w- was with Mackay Animal Rescue Society. That's not a professional thing, but I did marketing and a rebrand and a website and stuff. So it does actually have a professional context to it and yeah. it shows what I value, yeah. which is animals, not people. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so uploading, uh, upgrading your profile and making sure that you've got all those bits and pieces on there as well um, to make full use of that. So, because when people search for us, yeah. LinkedIn profile will always be in those top search results on Google. So having your profile updated is a really important part for your personal brand. If you want to make use of it, it's there. Why the fuck not make use of it's it? It's free. Exactly. And then there's posting on it. So in a regional area, not a lot of people, are, like there's a lot of people who flocked to LinkedIn, especially through COVID, um, but they're not necessarily posting and you think about it with Facebook as well a lot of people are lurkers yeah and not content like not content creators so if you've got the guts to actually be putting posts up you're going to get some cut through you are going to get seen because those um you know the algorithms and stuff there's like they those platforms want to show you content from people around you and stuff and that you're connected to and that you're um you know uh having those relationships with or whatever but if there's not a lot of people posting then your stuff's going to get seen, <laughs> more likely sort of thing. And your stuff will get seen over brand pages as well because LinkedIn is more about peer-to-peer than peer-to-brand. Yeah. Mm. So, yes, post, update your profile, use LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so when people think about personal brand, they think of, like, you kind of selling yourself or who you are. So that kind of makes me think of, like, face-to-face networking. How can you leverage your personal brand at an event like that? Well, I think it just goes back to that previous conversation of knowing what you stand for and being genuine about it. You know what I mean? So, like, for example, for me, and I keep using myself as an example, obviously, just because it's an easy thing, not because I'm good at it. Um, But, like, networking for me was something that, like, I started doing when I was still doing my marketing degree because I could see the marketing benefit from Mm -hmm. it. And back at that stage, I hadn't even finished uni, let alone was working in marketing. I had nothing to offer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not about, you know, going out there and promoting yourself. In my opinion, networking is not about self-promotion at all. Yeah. For me, it's like I started doing that networking as like a 19-year-old fledgling (laughs) marketer um, because I was... I was in marketing because I was interested in people's businesses and why they do it and how they do it. And the marketing part of that is promoting the awesomeness of what they're doing. And that's why I got in, you know, that's why it interests me so much. And it's still why it interests me so much. So like when I go to a networking event, if I sit there and have one conversation, like talk to just one person the whole night, that's a successful event to me. Yeah. Because I've made a really, truly connection. proper connection yeah. with that person. And, you know, when I come across them again or, um, you know, if I think of something where I'm like, oh, I know that they will look, you know, because we would have talked about a bunch of stuff yeah. and I would have been asking them questions about, oh, what is it that you do? Why do you do that? How do you, is that the same? You know, like yeah. I get really involved in people um, in their businesses. <laughs> it's handy being in marketing. Um, but for me, I can then be like, oh, I was talking to so-and-so about this the other day. Thought this might be I'll send, yeah, yeah, I'll send you their details sort of thing. Like that's how I find it is I can help connect people because 
I, you know, I would actually have really proper conversations, not just be like, yeah. with my business cards. And then it's I've seen people do, and it's fucking hilarious. One of my first, one of the first events I went to for a networking thing, this chick came to her table. She was on our table. So she came to the table, and she just put her business card down in front of everybody, and then sat down, and I was like, well, that was awkward. Like, this is my first one, but I'm pretty sure that's what I'm going to do. And say hello. And she just says, she just like, bop, 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 bop. Yes, exactly. Oh. And I still know her today, and it's so hilarious. <laughs> but from that experience, it's not something someone you would see at the coffee shop or whatever on your way to work and be like, how did that go? How's that going? Because we didn't talk. I didn't create a connection. And it's, you know, I mean, I'm not saying I go to events and just talk to one person. I do talk to other people sort of thing. But well, now you know all these people because you've had those <laughs> in-depth conversations. And every time you see each other, that's another touch point as well and uh-huh. building those relationships and stuff too. It's not, yeah, I think if you go with something with the mindset of being about promoting yourself, trying to generate business, like that's, you, you're always probably going to be disappointed and you're probably not going to come across very well either. Whereas if you go that I generally want to create new connections, mm-hmm. new connections leads to business. Yeah. New connections leads to new opportunities. New connections lead to all types of benefits. That's the goal of networking. And that's part, like, is again, it is part of your personal brand is that when people meet you and talk to you face to face, it's really easy to get a genuine understanding of who they are and what they're about. Definitely. And this is kind of a little bit sidelined, but like if you're, whatever you're selling, whatever you're doing, like your core value is you're solving a problem for someone for whatever it is that your product or service does. Like, oh, how am I trying to say this? If you're connecting with people and getting to know them and they actually have that problem and they need help with this thing, then, you know, it's a bonus. You're a natural You fit. actually know yeah. that, hey, this will work for you. I can fix your problem. Let's be friends. The amount of times I'll be talking about, like, you know, I'll be talking about something or whatever and I'll be like, oh, like we just were talking about with Abby before. And I'm like, so how, you know, do you know how many people are coming to your website from which social media platform and from which device? And then how many of those are actually converting into sales? Yeah. And she was like, I don't, can you even know that? And I'm like... Yeah, Google Analytics. And so, you know, just by being interested in her business... And you weren't like, hey, Abby, do you need Google Analytics? And Google <laughs> Analytics is great for analytics of Google. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not how people talk to each other. No. On a side note, that is also useful for things like LinkedIn, is that when you are posting, is to remember that you're actually talking to a person. Yes. Social so write, media is social. Yeah, at, at its very base level. So <laughs> talking, like writing a post as though you're talking to a person, highly recommend to do that. Okay. <laughs> so another personal branding activity to consider is guest speaking. Yeah, so this is one, like, for me, I still, like, for example, my hands are sweating right now. Um, speaking in public and in front of people is still something that makes me really nervous. Oh, and shucks. I, shucks. And I really <laughs> hated... Um, I really, really hated public speaking at the start, and I, whenever someone asks me to do it, I, like, 99% of the time will say yes, um, and I only say no if I don't have some, if I do already have something on that day, because I know it's something that makes me very uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and so I feel like that's something that I need to do to, for me to be growing and developing and stuff, but public speaking is... And that aligns with your brand value of achievement. <laughs> yes. I always have to be pushing myself. <laughs> I can't just 
just relax. <laughs> um, but yeah, so doing that public speaking, it means that for me, it's been such a great brand builder because I'm not a polished person. I am rough around the edges and stuff, but I do really care about yeah. what I what I do and I'm really interested in what I do. And so when people see me speaking about, you know, marketing and socials and data and websites and shit... Yeah, they're getting that. But instead of me just talking to one person at a face-to-face networking event, which, like, quality, absolutely want that, but it's me talking to, like, you know, 500 people at a conference, then they're building a personal connection. Even though I don't have the opportunity to necessarily build a personal connection to them, they are building a personal connection to me. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, guest speaking. And if it's something that you... Um, don't know how to get started with, I recommend putting together a really simple, what I call a speaker's pack. Yeah. So this is your bio, your headshot, and then with your bio, like think of it as just being a word doc. Yeah. Um, where you have your bio and then like a list of topics that you can talk about. So what are some things that you could, you know, that you could stand up and do a 20 minute presentation on and deliver a lot of value for? Yeah. Take that little pack and present it to organizations that host events. So easy ones to start with are like chambers, industry bodies, but you also might have, so for example, um, there was an accounting firm who asked me to come along and talk about personal branding. Oh my God, I forgot about that until right now. I've done this talk before. Um, You know, talk about, because obviously accountants and solicitors, they're Mm -hmm. like in professions where their personal brand's actually quite, and they take it quite seriously. Yeah. And so they got me along to talk about personal branding in, you know, the current day. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. How it's changed over the years sort of thing and, and, you know, like a more modern approach to it or whatever. Um, So it's not just big organizations like that was only to like a room of 25 people or something but whatever so but I could pitch myself to them yeah I could I'll go okay this accountant asked me along to do this talk obviously there's something that accountants are interested in I should I mean I didn't do this because I'm scared of public speaking but like you know you can put together your pack yeah and then go to other accounting firms and be like here's something that I can do for you and your organization um so yeah public speaking is scary that's really good. <laughs> and instead of, as I, because remember back in the old days sort of thing, like I would be so nervous and I couldn't sleep and I'd be really terrible and my hands would sweat and yeah. I would sweat. But now it's just like my hands sweat. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I'm making progress after like fucking 10 years or whatever. Okay. Well, going off the back of that creating relationships, it might be that one way because you're not connecting with those persons in the group um, environment is the next point about creating content. So you're talking about social media or uh, a couple of other things. So this podcast, for example. Yeah. We can see, well, you can see us, but we can't see you, obviously. Exactly. And, like, you know, we can see the numbers of people going through, um, you know, downloading and listening and following our podcast, et cetera, but we don't know who those people are. Um, Your identities are protected, I promise. Um, (laughs) You know, but for us, it's like, this is us just being us. This is literally how we are all the fucking time. Like, we're just like, well, actually, it's a little bit dirtier sometimes, but like in general, (laughs) we're just like talking and like we we talk about stuff that we're interested in. So we really do have these discussions. Um, And so this is our personal brand being displayed through content that we're creating. So it could be, like I said, um, creating a, a podcast, writing blogs, so putting your thoughts down on paper and, and getting that on your website. And, and at a basic level, just posting to socials. 
Yeah. So posting on LinkedIn or Facebook. Your intro for Wild Oats, that's got some brands. Yes, yeah, so email marketing, Wild yeah. is our e-newsletter. So, um, yeah, all those different things add up to people getting to know you more and and figuring out is this someone who I actually am interested in what they have to say? Is that someone who I actually potentially want to do business with? Yeah. Oh, is that someone who could help this friend of mine who is doing this in business sort of thing? So that personal branding, like I said, tying it back to the start, it's all about building your business. Yeah. And if you think about it from like a business perspective, they're all those marketing touch points for yourself. Mm, 100%. Yes. Yeah. All right. Do you have a wrap-up tip for us? Of course I do. You didn't know that. Oh, my goodness. we prepared. <laughs> okay. So at the start, um, I talked about how two ways of building your business is about building business. Building your personal brand is clarity, so knowing what you stand for, and then credibility. So for a wrap-up tip, I just wanted to touch on a couple of things about building credibility. So, um, uh, you know, I'm going to say obviously, but... You know, you probably have like experience or training or qualifications or, um, you know, apprenticeship, whatever it might be sort of thing, like your credibility, like that you can do what you say you're going to do. And then there's other ways that you can enhance that credibility. So things like joining member uh, industry organizations. Yes. So like we're a part of um, Australian Marketing Institute, which is AMI. Um, and so that's to show that obviously we're a credible marketing organizations. We're not like some cheesy person who's just like picked up a pen and been like, oh, I can do marketing for you, sure. Um, Magic one. <laughs> they wouldn't even have a pen. They would be typing. I don't know what we're going about. But, yeah, it's... Real credible. High <laughs> <laughs> word's good. Um, but, yeah, so by joining those, you know, paying to be a part of those organizations, even like the local chamber... Yeah. ...means that you are... You know, what that people always like, oh, what is my return on investment for being a member of Chamber? It's about being a part of that community. Yeah, it's it's not even it's not yeah, necessarily about the what value do you get back from as far as to me. It's about the fact that it enhances your credibility and it demonstrates that you support your local business community. And if that's not important to your brand, fine. But if it's important for you to show that you support your local business community, then joining your local chamber is a natural way of doing that, of demonstrating it. You know, it's proving it. And the other big one for credibility is social proofing. Um, So we touched on this before, but it's like if you say you're awesome, that's one thing. If I say you're awesome, it kind of carries more weight with people. So social proofing is basically proof through other people. So that can be testimonials, case studies, um, anything like that where reviews – where someone else um, is extolling your virtues, basically. Um, so, and, you know, things like um, you might have that part of your sales process is that once you've had a really good job with a client, you send them out, um, you know, um, awesome, it was really great working with you. P.S., if you could leave an honest review on our Facebook page or our Google page or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, even though it's about your business, it, it is still about you as well. So that does help with building your credibility because you're, especially when you're the business owner, but even as an employee, your yeah. credibility feeds into the business's credibility and vice versa. 100%. So the fact that you work at Rebel shows people how fucking awesome you are. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> exactly where I want to go with that. <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, cool. So, yes, that's personal branding. That was a very monologue one from me. 
Look, I think we learn a lot. There's a lot to take away. I didn't really think I had much of a personal brand, but you've actually given me a few things to think about. Oh, great. Yeah. And the devs do. Like, I said, I think everyone does. Well, Even everyone... 19-year-old pre-graduate Jade. Oh, and, and that's the thing. We all have a personal brand, but it's actually thinking about it from an outside perspective and, like, what you're wanting to put out there. So I think that's really cool. All right, well, we hope you guys have learned something and enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marketing and Margaritas. Find more free marketing tips, tricks and laughs at rebelnation.com.au.